Good morning, traders. I am Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Friday, February 17th. What will the Fed do? Fears of continued rate hikes seem to be taking hold of investor sentiment and weighing on stocks. More economic data yesterday painted a picture of stubborn inflation and a tight job market. All three indices tumbled during regular trading to end in the red. The Dow fell 431 points, the S&P 500 lost nearly 1.4%, and the NASDAQ dropped almost 1.8%. Bill, we head into Friday, head of an extended holiday weekend. Should we buckle up for a bumpy ride? Give us the rundown of what is happening in the markets this morning. Hi, uh, yes. Good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. We're down 0.62% this morning heading into the day. I got to tell you, sentiment uh, remains bearish. I mean, those comments from the two Fed bank presidents yesterday on the possibility of a half point basis point rate hike, you know, it really has global markets pulling back. And and even the oil futures, oil futures are pulling back. Um, you know, it, it's important to note that these two Fed bank presidents, James Bullard and Loretta Mester, um, they're not on the voting committee and that the majority of the Fed officials are indicating a 0.25% hike at, uh, at the next meeting. Um, you know, there's only an 18% chance of a 50 basis point hike. So, you know, th this morning you got to watch economic data. We have some economic data coming out on import export. Um, we're going to be hearing from two more Fed officials, which will be interesting. Um, it's a long weekend, so I'm always cautious. You know, I don't want to really hold positions because I always, you know, a long weekend is typically a negative uh, for the markets because people don't like to hold positions over, you know, three days. But, you know, I, um, I'm not as bearish. You know, you talk about a tight labor market. I understand that. But a tight labor market means people are employed. And, and when people are employed, you have consumers, uh, you know, the consumers still have the ability to spend. So that, that's a positive in my book. Um, you know, let's take a look at, the, you know, oh, the oil action W, you know, what I see going on in oil this morning. Um WTI is, uh, you know, uh, is at $76.16. Brent's is at uh, $82.77. That's down almost 3% from yesterday. That's a little much, but, you know, there, there are some reasons for that. I mean, you, you know, you're talking about uh, raising interest rates by two FOMC members. You know, the higher rates leads to low oil prices. You know, supply seems pretty good. So, you know, that, that you know, for it to drop, you know, 3% is a little much, but uh, it's not awful. Uh, we're looking overseas. We're looking what happened in Asia last night in Tokyo at the Nikkei. It dropped 0.66%. Uh, you know, the Hang Seng dropped 1.28%. Um, you know, this morning we're looking at Europe and we're seeing Germany. Germany's down 113 points or 0.73%. The FTSE's down 15 points or 0.19%. And the CAC is down uh, about uh, half a percentage point. Um, you know, you're, you're looking at the, you know, you're looking at the various stocks this morning and, you know, you're, you're seeing some good quality uh, movements on earnings news. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what I focus in on a lot. So I'm not as pessimistic as I guess the overall market is right now, Emily. Well, Bill, that's the way I'd like to head into a Friday, looking for opportunity. Like you said, some good quality move movements based off of earnings. So why don't you give us a rundown of what is going on in terms of earnings action today? 
Uh, sure. Where do I start? Um, you know, I guess we could start with DraftKings, uh, uh, ticker uh, DKNG. Um, these guys beat by seven cents and they did it on higher revenue. That, that's a real positive. Uh, you're looking at the stock price this morning and DraftKings is, uh, you know, trading higher by 7.75%. It was trading under 19 last night after the close. And I was thinking about buying some, I didn't do it, but you know, here you are 1916 to 1919, you know, it's still, it's very, uh, it's a nice move. Uh, you're talking DoorDash, ticker D-A-S-H, David, Apple, Sam, Henry. They beat by 23 cents, and they did it on higher revenue. You look at DoorDash this morning, the stock is up 4.20%. Um, you know, if you're looking at AMAT, ticker A-M-A-T, Applied Materials, Apple Michael, Apple Tom, they beat by 10 cents, and they did it on higher revenue. You look at AMAT this morning, it's up 1.37%. Uh, John Deere, Deere & Company, ticker D-E, David Edward, they beat by 99 cents on higher revenue, and they raised their forecast for 2023. You're looking at uh, John Deere this morning, it's up 2.21%. And PPL, uh, that's a, a ticker Paul, Paul, Larry. Um, they met their EPS estimate, but they did it on you know much higher revenue. And you're looking at shares of PPL this morning, and it's up 2.14%. So you know we had some nice quality uh, uh, earnings beats that came in uh, last night and this morning. Upcoming, remember Monday's a holiday, but Tuesday we got Home Depot. Tuesday morning we got Home Depot. That's ticker HD. EPS estimate is three dollars and twenty five cents. Um, you know that's, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to make that. But you know, you look at the uh, you know percentage move that's expected. It's expected to move four point eight seven percent. Then we're talking Walmart ticker WMT William Michael Tom. Their EPS estimate is a dollar fifty two. Uh, expected move here is four point eight two percent. Then we're talking Public Service Enterprise Group. That's uh, PEG ticker PEG. Uh, their EPS estimate is 63 cents, and the expected move here is 5.59%. And Fleur, ticker FLR, Frank Larry Richard, their EPS estimate is 54 cents. Um, and the, the expected move here on Fleur is 10.69%. So yeah, we got some lot we we had some lot of good earnings that came out last night and this morning. And we've got some really good ones, some big names coming out uh, Tuesday morning, Emily. Bill, you mentioned a number of beats there on higher revenue, and one of those earnings reports, PPL, was indeed your pick of the day yesterday. We'll do a recap on that later in the show, so stay with us through that. Now we're going to turn to economic events, economic reports, and that Fed speak seems to be the name of the game. You called it yesterday um, with Fed speak sort of taking hold of the markets, so give us a rundown of what we should be watching in terms of today's economic events. Yeah, yesterday's, uh, you know, when I hear James Bullard is going to be set to speak, I, do, I don't want to be long. I want to be short going into his speeches because that, that guy always creates some sort of startling statement that shocks the market. Remember, he's the number two market mover behind Jerome Powell, but his comments are typically way off base. I mean, he, he makes these outrageous comments and the media eats it up because he's he's not going with you know the group he's diverting from what the group is saying so you know yeah he moves markets but his but you know his ideas and his comments you know don't really happen with the market so you know while he's talking a half basis point hike in Loretta Mester of the other the other fed official that spoke yesterday who's also a big hawk uh, she agreed with him 
that doesn't mean it's going to carry on for the entire uh, FOMC members. Because remember, there's only an 18% chance of a half basis point hike, uh, which means there's a 72% chance of a 25 basis point hike. So let, let's put things into perspective. But today, this morning, at 8.30 a.m., we have import and export prices. Then at 1 p.m., we have the Baker Hughes rig count. This thing's been expanding you know, week after week. We've got to keep an eye on that. That's due, due out at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time today. And then in terms of Fed speak uh, this morning, 8.30 a.m., we're going to be hearing from Richmond Fed Bank President Thomas Barkin. And then at 8.45, we're going to be hearing from Fed Governor Michelle Bauman. We'll see if they if their comments uh, are different than what uh, uh, Powell, than what um, Loretta Muster and James Bullard said yesterday. But it'll be an interesting day. We'll, we'll buckle up and we're going to have an uh, we're going to have an interesting ride today, Emily. An interesting day and a lot of market moving news coming out along with those earnings, these economic events. There's a ton of other headlines coming out from different sectors and segments. Guidance news, buyback news seems to keep rolling in. I keep saying it every day, but there's been a lot of that lately. And Bill, you're able to watch all of this information, gather the data you need for the day ahead by using Newswear and then keeping track of it throughout the day. And we're headed into a long weekend. The news doesn't stop. And you're able to continue to keep track using Newswear, breaking it down into alerts. But let's get to today. What else do you see as possibly moving the markets today? Well, you know, the stocks that came out with earnings, they're all trading higher. They're all in green. But everything else is you really, I'm seeing a lot of red on the screen. I, you know, I look at the Dow stocks this morning, and I'm only seeing one that's up, uh, which is Coca-Cola. Um I'm looking at, you know, the airlines, they're lower. The, the banks are lower. Drug stocks are mixed, um, but Moderna is just getting hit. Um, you know, semiconductors, they're lower. Uh, casinos, lower. Um, retail stocks are lower. You know, I mean, but that's not going to hold true throughout the entire day. But, you know, you're looking at your FANG stocks and, and yeah, they're down, you know, like 1% this morning, but I don't think that that's going to hold. I don't think they're going to be down 1% all day. And, you know, one of the things, one of the stories that hit the tape this morning was, you know, pertaining to Google, Meta, Apple, Twitter. I mean, they're facing stricter EU online content rules based on their monthly user numbers, uh, which is published by the companies um, because they exceeded the EU's threshold for big online platforms, um, you know, this could create some fines. We're going to, this is going to create some difficulty for them down the road. Um, we'll see how, we'll see, we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, you're talking Amazon, AMZN, their YouTube CEO. Uh, she's stepping down after nearly a decade at the role. She's done a great job. Uh, Apple, I see Apple is starting to lay off uh, people. And they're not laying off employees, they're laying off contractors. And they said they're laying off hundreds of contractors these days. Um, we're talking, uh, uh, meta platforms. They're bringing back, uh, they're bringing broadcast channels to Instagram. Now, this, what a broadcast channel does is it allows you to broadcast mes messages and updates to a broad audience of followers. Kind of sounds like Twitter. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's positive for meta. Um, you know, I see that, uh, you know, something on Tesla, I mean, Goldman Sachs is expecting sustainable energy to be a highlight of Tesla's Investor's Day. Uh, Tesla's Investor's Day isn't until March 1, but that's why we look forward to those things because there's always something that can happen that, that creates, you know, movement in the stock price, uh, you know, on these Investor's Days. Uh, we're talking Dow Jones 30 stocks, uh, Microsoft, this AWS chatbot now is now integrated with Microsoft Teams. Um, 
the stock's been pulling back. I mean, I don't think they believe that their chatbot is going to be as successful as, you know, people were thinking when they first announced it. Uh, Goldman Sachs, Goldman is pulling out of a, out of talks about launching a co-branded card with T-Mobile. Uh, 3M, this is a big one. Standard & Poor's cuts 3M's rating from uh, to A from A+. Here's the deal. They're spinning off their healthcare business, which is going to give them a smaller base of earnings and cash flow to really support the potentially large legal sediments that they may be incurring in the near future. That's why you're seeing the stock trade a bit lower this morning. Uh, but I, I still think it's got, uh, uh, you know, uh, another leg to move lower. Uh, Verizon, ticker VZ, Victor, Victor Zebra. The FCC is investigating broad, broadband providers such as Verizon over their coverage claims. Because, you know, you see those maps, they show they have nationwide coverage. Well, you know, if you've ever been in rural areas, you don't have coverage. The FCC is investigating this. Uh, Chevron, ticker CVX, Charlie Victor X-Ray. They're on track to ship more than 100,000 barrels uh, per day of Venezuelan crude to the U.S. starting this month under a license agreement with the U.S. Treasury Department, according to some shipping documents. Um, let's talk Boeing. Boeing's, uh, you know, moving to their historic financing arm under their jet business. That could be a nice positive for Boeing uh, because, you know, there's going to be a lot of financing for those deals. Uh, let's talk merger news for a second. LSI, this is life storage. Um, their board of directors unanimously rejected the unsolicited proposal from public storage you're looking at you're looking at the, you know public storage this morning and you know the stock is trading higher uh you know by you know to a fraction where lsi uh looks like it's going to be opening up lower um let's move on in terms of guidance news uh grand canyon that sticker l-o-p-e larry oscar paul edward they see q1 EPS coming in $1.90 to $1.93. Uh, street estimates had it at 89 So we'll have to wait and see what happens here. Uh, I will say that the, you know, this, this bid ask and the spread is uh, $140 wide right now. Uh, Chewy, ticker CHUY, they see full year 2023 adjusted EPS coming in between $1.60 and $1.65, whereas in the street estimate is only $1.46. So that, that's good news for Chewy. That's why the stock's up 6.43% this morning. Dropbox, that sticker DBX, David Boy X-Ray, they see Q1 revenue coming in 600 to 603 million. The street estimate had it pegged at 590 million. So yeah, that, that's a nice uptick. Uh, Dropbox is trading lower, down half a percent this morning. Barnes Group, that sticker B, B is in boy. Um, they see full year 2023 adjusted EPS coming in $2.10 to $2.30 street estimate is $2.16. That's positive. You know, stock's up four tenths of 1%. Gotta like that. Um, then we got ticker MATW, Michael, Michael Apple, Tom William. They're having their shareholders meeting today at one at 11 a.m. Uh, in terms of buyback news, let's start off with DoorDash, ticker D-A-S-H, David Apple, Sam Henry. Their board authorized a repurchase of up to $750 million. Um, uh, PDCE, Paul David, Charlie Edward, uh, their board announced a $750 million increase to their share buyback authorization. Penske Automotive, that's ticker PAG, Paul Apple Grace, uh, they announced an additional $250 million share buyback. And Citizens Financial uh, uh, Group, their board approved a $1.15 billion increase to their share repurchasing program. Um, that's ticker CFG, Charlie Frank Grace. Let's talk about some catalyst news happening today. Um, 
Salesforce.com, CRM, Citibank opens up a 30-day negative catalyst watch going into uh, earnings. Not surprising. Um, stocks really been benefiting from the shareholders, activists uh, that have been taking positions in stock. So, you know, that, that's Salesforce is going to recover. I mean, I'm not really worried about it. They, you know, they might not have great earnings this quarter, but they got rid of that uh, CEO that I believe was part of the issue that they were having. But let's talk Roku for a second, ticker ROKU, Richard Oscar Kilo, Uncle. They got a double upgrade today. Um, you know, Bank of America came in. They upgraded the stock to buy from underperform. Uh, so, you know, that's really positive uh, news for shares of Roku, ticker ROKU. You look at that stock, it's up 2.90% this morning, Emily. So, yeah, we had a lot of good, a lot of good news that's uh, hitting the tape this morning. This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that professional Newswire delivers. It is now that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. Bill, what is your pick to end the week ahead of a long weekend? Going with FLR, Frank, Larry, Richard, that's Floricorp. Um, here's the deal. Uh, earnings are Monday morning. Uh, EPS is, is at 54 cents. Uh, the expected move here is 10.69%. The option data looks strong, Emily. The option data looks strong. The brokers, they, they're all raising. I'm seeing multiple price target increases. That's a positive sign. Look what the CEO said last quarter. Our, our near record new awards in uh, in the quarter, 90, 91% of which were reimbursable cost contracts show there's considerable demand for the services. Now, you know, what, what I kind of like about this stock here is that, you know, if you were to reread last quarter's uh, earnings uh, related data when the earnings came out, they guided between 50 and 60 cents. So, you know, their, their EPS is at 54 so yeah, they, they could, that looks like they're going to be, um, you know, my, my thing here is I really want to get in, you know, in the low 36, you know, I think, you know, if I can get in under 36, that would be great. Now the point is we're going to have a, we're going to have a down opening. So there is that possibility. You got to let that down opening kind of happen and, and wait for that uh, opportunity. And if I think it trades, you know, 36 or below, um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, looks like a good sweet spot. Um, so, but that's my uh, pick of the day, Floor Corp, ticker FLR, Frank, Larry, Richard, Emily. We will keep an eye on that with you this morning and look for that entry price. And coming up, we'll do that recap on yesterday's pick of the day, as we promised. So stick with us. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our hot off the press segment. Bill, take it away. Uh, PPL Corp reaffirms $12 billion on planned infrastructure investments from 2023 to 2026. Uh, ticker HOLX, Henry, Oscar, Larry, X-Ray, U.S. Court of Appeals affirmed the 2021 ruling against Minerva Surgical. Uh, it's a positive for HOLX. CPPL raised their quarterly dividend to 24 cents. It's up from 22.5. It's nice. Um, Meta Platforms expected more employees to leave due to reviews. Uh, RTX, that's Raytheon Technologies. They were awarded $135 million contract for propellers for the C-130 from by the U.S. Air Force. Uh, Barnes & Noble uh, introducing a, a, four, a $40 a year program to get 10% discounts in stores 
and online and other perks. That's kind of interesting. They're, they're trying. Bed Bath & Beyond, ticker BBBY, pledges timely pay to woo back suppliers. They, you can't lose your supplier. Apparently, uh, Trump era officials were aware of suspected balloons in U.S. airspace. Interesting. Uh, Twitter, Elon Musk shuts uh, two of three Twitter offices in India. NWG, Nancy William Grace, NetWest Group, uh, to commence uh, 800, this is British pounds, uh, million buyback program. Uh, coin, ticker C-O-I-N, a crypto could run into a roadblock as government crackdowns put industry on its heels. Oh, yeah, we're seeing that already. Merck, ticker MRK, uh, wouldn't priority review for label expansion of uh, one of their therapy drugs. Uh, Bank of America planning layoffs for investment bankers. Not surprising me, the, the IPO market's been pretty weak lately. Uh, Constellation Brands, a city sees a modest positive catalyst for Constellation Brands. That's interesting. It's ticker STZ, Sam Tom Zebra. Target was at Target, ticker TGT added to tactical underperform list at Evercore. You know, that's all I'm seeing uh, this morning, Emily. Okay, Bill, a lot to sift through and digest this morning ahead of trading. And before we jump into trading, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day, which was PPL. We've heard the ticker symbol numerous times throughout the show. You did give us that look at earnings in your earnings rundown this morning. PPL Corp. did report a Q4 adjusted EPS of $0.28, cents, which was in line with consensus estimates. They did report a Q4 revenue of 2 percent $29 billion, well above the consensus of $1.62 billion. They did offer guidance. The company sees full year 2023 EPS of $1.50 to $1.65. This is versus the consensus of $1.59, so sort of right in the middle there. They reaffirmed their expectations for 6% to 8% annual EPS and dividend growth through at least 2026. And speaking of dividend growth, you mentioned in your news where PPL Corp raised their quarterly dividend by 6.7%. And you also mentioned that they reaffirmed $12 billion of planned infrastructure investments from 2023 to 2026. Bill, how did your call work out? Worked out really good. I mean, listen, PPL is a boring company. It's a utility holding company. And, you know, there's not much excitement in utilities. But the fact is, you know, you know, the data looked right. And, you know, I like the fact that, you know, who, who owns the stock, who's, you know, what, what what firms have positions in the stock was always, you know, a real uh, something that I like to watch for. But, you know, PPL opened up yesterday at twenty eight fifty two. Now, I, I thought that was just too high. And then, but then it fell. It fell all the way down to twenty eight thirteen. And I was like, oh, let, let me start watching it. You know, and, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm long the stock at twenty eight twenty four, and And it just started running. It started running hot. The market's falling apart with, you know, PPL continues to run. And it ran all the way, you know, up to twenty eight sixty six, which which breaks the 1% goal. And then, you know, the stock closed at twenty eight forty five. But this morning, you know, uh, after the earnings were announced, the stock hit uh, $29.00 five cents uh it's currently 20 trading 28 dollars and 64 cents which hey that, that's you know that, that's much better than you know uh, what i was expecting it was a nice little beat so yeah i was happy ppl good winner yesterday and uh, there were more gains this morning so ppl uh, uh came through all right well i'll call those gains exciting and markets are closed monday in observance of the president's day holiday so we will check in with you bill on tuesday about today's floor pick of the day Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here Tuesday at Newswear's Trade Talk when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. 
Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.